and welcome to the Carbitrage Podcast, episode 286. I'm Eric Berger, joined as always by my co-host Orion Sinensky. Hello. Have you ever wondered what happened to Asian Dub Foundation? I don't even know what that is. What is that? Is that like a G8 song? Or like a G6 song? Oh, Fly Like a G6? Yeah. That's what that group was called? I think that was them. What? Also, hi, Jana. Hi. <laughs> Hello. So we were just talking off air about the Humphrey Man left in the Pillsbury A-Mill, and uh, yeah. it's kind of a small one. The world. Washburn A-Mill also <sighs> had Humphrey Man lifts so in which oh, a so fellow died. Oh. But it's okay. Somebody also died in a grain separator, so... People have died everywhere. As long as you just yep. wrap your head around that, it's totally um, chill. What I hate, though, is I was on the 8th floor the other day, and somebody pointed oh, towards the Oh, it's Far East green- Movement. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Oh. Um, but somebody pointed towards the Damn. grain separator, which you can't actually see from where the public is. Okay. And they go, that's definitely the most haunted. And I was like, hmm, great, I'm going to sit here for the next half hour by myself. You're just Thank you. confronting your fears every day. It's fine. Yeah, I know. So whenever somebody <laughs> asks me if it's haunted, I go, ha the flower tower is haunted. Oh, wow. <laughs> is it actually? Uh, no. So I'm not allowed to say whether or not the mill is haunted. The Far we East are Movement? neutral on that, move, <laughs> that statement. The Far East Movement has been around since 2003. Oh. That like a G6 band? So they used to be A-mill employees. Yeah. Yes. And they left when the mill closed, and then they became DJs. Wow. And they're still around. What oh. an inspiring story. Some Humphrey man left moves on. I wonder what they do now. Lives on, rather. Not moves on. <laughs> huh. Sorry, we... we you guys listen to Carbitrage. Oh, you that's what they do. They uh they of work with uh so the Far East movement actually works with a bunch of like K pop groups and stuff and they do like the backing tracks for K pop. Oh. Okay. So they have actually like a lot of music that you've probably heard on random like Just TikToks their or something. Like it is there are like their beats and stuff, yeah. And they're like a touring band for them as well. So for like some groups, that's well, cool. Just so you know, you've gotten "Fly Like a G6" stuck in my head. So. Well, I'm sorry, that's a terrible song. It is not great, and I still don't know if they're referencing a Gulfstream or a Pontiac. They are referencing a Gulfstream. Yeah, but I'm still not positive. Like, have they actually come out and like so? Set I have that an on video? old style. Yes, they have actually. Okay, good. I have an old style which has a Wait, beautiful what? toil can oh. that tells you the history of beer making in Germany. Look, honey. Look at this beautiful toil. Cute. Tells you all about German beer Where's the making. sleepy guy? Sleepy guy. Where's the sleepy guy? There's a guy that's sleeping on the Yep, can. there's a sleeping lazy man on there. Oh, there he is. He right He's there. had too many old style today. I'm taking a nap. He's next to... <laughs> <laughs> He's chilling with his doggo next to the classic lager on the can. I mean, can. It's, good, it's good beer. I love what this you beer. do in the old style. How is it? Anyway, is it everything it's you wonderful. It it's old style. I love it. it I wish I, I wish I could get a thirty pack like you can with hams, and I would drink these over hams. I probably would too. I'd buy them both. Yeah, they're both really good. But anyway, so um, I want to talk about engines that make two hundred horsepower times. over two thousand horsepower, which there is twenty two hundred horsepower. Good save, Ryan. <laughs> I almost misspoke, but I didn't. <laughs> Uh, so engines that no, make twenty, you, you just saved it. Engines that make twenty two hundred horsepower, the LSV eight. Yep. I'm actually saying the Cummins six BT is capable of that. It is. Yes. First I added one in there too. Text to my coworker. Oh, very sweet. <laughs> that you wrote a seven page paper on the Humphrey Man. Yes. Uh, the big am, block Chevy can make twenty two hundred horsepower. It can indeed. The two JZ GTE. Yes. The Barra. 
I added that. You're welcome. Yes, uh, you missed the second R in it. Whatever. It's Barra, not Barra. B-A-R-R-A, Barra. Yes. Barra. And apparently... Capybara. The B-18. I did see this. Yes. And that is absurd. The, the what? The B-18. That's the you Honda that, one, right? The yeah, four-cylinder? The, the one that everybody made fun of me for liking in high school because... Who made fun of you for liking B-18s? Because everybody did not oh, like Honda's. Liked, huh? yeah, okay. yeah, nobody liked Honda's. Um, but no, it was uh, literally... Uh, so Outlaw... Or now, Speed Factory Racing has an Outlaw Civic again. They were the ones that had that incredible one that crashed uh, a few years ago. That black one? Uh, no, the one with the Speed Factory livery on it that exploded. Oh, yeah. How could I forget? That one. Yeah. Um, but now they've come back bigger and better um, with a turbo that is actually surprisingly reasonably sized, given think- the amount of power that they're making. It's not just an insane turbo. There's a lot more happening here. Because that's like, yeah, that's a big turbo, but that's like... The volumetric efficiency of turbos and the... The way that they actually make the rotating assembly has mm-hmm. improved so much. Yeah, so much. It's almost improved more than tire technology in the same amount of time. Yeah, and our tire technology is like going like gangbusters right now. Because you you used to need like a hundred mil turbo to make six hundred horse. Now, yeah, you can make that out of a fifty mil turbo. No, this easy. is like the size of like a whole set from the looks of it. Yeah, like that's not that big of it. It's a big turbo, but it's not that big for you listeners. It looks like a whole chest, whole set HX sixty. Also, look at how small the hot side of the turbo is. Hold on, let me go back. It's at five seconds. Right there. Bam. Look how small that hot side is. Well, it's a small engine. Yeah, it's a very small hot side with a gigantic uh, cold side. Yeah, the fact that this is making 2,000 horsepower with the turbo 2000, that size. No, not 2,000. Don't sell them short. It's 2,200 horsepower. 2,193.4 at the hubs. Absolutely bananas power. That is totally insane. And I was actually saying it work. Is like, that is 1,000 horsepower per liter. Yeah, and I was... Uh, Remember when the S two thousand came up? People were like, yeah. "Whoa, hundred horse a liter!" I was t- I was at work and we were there was a there was an eight hundred horsepower uh, Civic in our system. And I was like, wow, that's a lot of power. I'm like, I used to work in this industry, and I remember when eight hundred horsepower was a lot for an Evo. Like, I remember when eight hundred horsepower was a lot for a V eight. Ten years ago, when I was working at MA Performance, like they had the world's fastest stock frame turbo Evo, yeah. and that was like eight hundred and change, and like. 800 horsepower is no joke. 500 horsepower is no joke. 400 is no joke. Like, I still remember the 4G-powered RX-7. I couldn't believe it was 1,000 horse. I'm like, oh, my yeah, God. It's an, yeah, like that, that's insane. And then here's Speed Factory, 2,000 horsepower out of a, uh, a, a car with a timing belt. <laughs> a timing belt spinning at 10,465 RPM. <laughs> totally ridiculous. <laughs> I think that's actually more power than the most powerful K-series now. It I think so. I was going <laughs> to put that in the list, but... I am vindicated. So far. Yeah. I th- B-Series is a great engine. Yes, I'm just vindicated, because I never wanted to put a K-Series in my car. It's too much fucking work. Like it did it's make the other work. way. Yeah, it's the other way. It's a ton of work. <laughs> <laughs> like, no. This one, I just need a sledgehammer. I need to hammer in, like, four inches of my frame rail, and it fits. It's fine. I do like that peak torque was made at 9,351 RPM. Yeah, I, I saw that. I was looking for the torque graph, and the torque graph is... The torque curve and the horsepower curve are almost identical. Yeah. The the numbers are so significant, it is tough to tell them apart. But yeah, they do cross all at fifty two fifty two. But uh, yeah, eleven hundred and eighty seven foot pounds again at the hubs. I'm wondering, out of normal drivability, um, how much horsepower do you have at about like two thousand RPM? 
there. Where, where is that land? I can't quite see it. I'm... Here, I'll bring it up on my computer. The video resolution's not good enough. Well, so we know we're 2,000. Or So what is it? What's so the maximum RPM? 11,000 looks like. So we had 10, 9, 8, so 7. 6,000 is where the graph starts. Oh. So the crossover is actually off the off the page. Okay, and so, so not, what's the bottom of that graph then? Uh, six six hundred. <laughs> so it's totally street drivable then. <laughs> this is a streetable car. It's making six hundred horsepower at what? What did I just say for RPM? Six thousand. <laughs> that's fine. That's that's a totally reasonable. That's just car. an insanely high power B series. You that a, just does more. You have an absolutely normal vehicle that continues to get better moving forward. Or maybe the graph just goes like absolutely nothing until like. 5,900 RPM, shoots up 600 horsepower, and then I'd goes to the moon from do there. do feel like it's probably a 100 horsepower car until you get like 5,000 RPM. It's still 100 horsepower in a Honda Civic That's is fine. exactly That's supposed to be. normal. That's, That's a normal amount of power. Supposed to be. <laughs> it just goes from there. I love that. <laughs> I would love to see, like, so Speed Factory should make <laughs> billet blocks that are basically just like a detuned version of this engine. Is that a billet block? I I, no, so. it's not. That's a stock block. It doesn't look billet. It didn't look like a billet block to me. That's true. It wasn't shiny. Yeah, I know. Uh, it... Oh, man. Let me see here. I, Does I, it say I in don't the think... description? I'm going to bring this back. I don't think it was a billet block. It might be. I mean, usually they would... I mean, it's like the GTR thing. People will tell you if it's not. Because usually what people do is they'll take like a normal block and they'll just stuff. That is not a billet block. It's actually also not a billet head either. So a stock casting on yeah. both. Yeah. And stock it was castings. A, the start of the B18, not a B20? Uh, from the looks of it. But uh, B20s and B18s. I, I, their website to try I think to see a B20 it. has a higher deck height, but that's it. Oh, so yeah, it's like the K24 thing where it's, it's technically the same engine, but. Just a little bit of a higher deck. Yeah. But it's uh, kind of nice that Honda was, they were still able to fit, like, you can use almost every accessory between those engines. No, you could totally put that into an Integra and have a reasonable car. Yeah. Like, you could take that gigantic turbo off, and you can just go back to having a normal-ass car. Relatively normal-ass car. I still car. feel like if you drove it out of boost, it would still act like an Integra, right? If you drove that out of boost, it'd still act like a totally normal Honda. Yeah. I'm sure the cams are a little shittier, but you're not going to notice that. Yeah, like, you're, you're going to have some trouble idling. And it's not going to be great from stoplights. It's going to actually be objectively terrible Depends from stoplights. Depends on how much anti-lag and RPM you put in it. I'm considering the clutch True. Oh. is going to be awful. True. That's going to be the worst clutch also, you've ever dealt with. can we talk about with. the fact that some Honda transmission apparently is taking 2,200 horsepower? Yeah, that's just a thing. Actually, there's. Uh, I think there's probably a... Oh, what's the name of the company that does them? There's a company that makes four speeds. Oh, yeah, the dog boxes. Yeah, dog boxes. That's dog boxes. Yeah. It's probably like a uh, dog box. So stock casting block and head, but the tranny. And transmission. Gotcha. It's stock casting tranny. No, they put billet bell housings Do on they? things. Okay, yeah, I thought yeah, they yeah. were just stock. But yeah, so that's cool. Anyway, I want to talk about that because that's incredible. That Good is, for, that, like, that, that is genuinely incredible that's how you know you're jaded because i saw that and i scrolled past it oh i'm like yeah that makes sense 
<laughs> yeah, okay, it's ridiculous Honda like, again. There's just nothing that a Honda four-cylinder engine can do at this point that will surprise me. It, yeah, no, this is like when you have that old scrawny kid in high school and everybody bullies him and then he gets like super jacked and then becomes a supermodel and then you just keep seeing photos of him getting more and more and more jacked. Everyone's at the 20 year and they're like, oh yeah, I remember Tyler. Yeah, he's, yeah they, he's they're a the one billionaire. I was like, yeah, that tracks. Yeah, he's the one that's like, you know, tracking this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So the Honda, like, Honda is the nerdy kid from school that did extremely well in the real world. Yeah. All right. Anyway. Talking about nerdy. Do you know Needles from look. school? He, um, that Nick. sounds really familiar. His name's Nick. He uh, worked at CERN, and now he's a French teacher in Iowa. That is that is a weird progression. That's like a VinFast career. Yeah, well, he, he spoke Hidden. French, and he worked at CERN, and then he got married to a French lady, and then he moved to the States. That's fair, but I think, Iowa? I think he had a job doing something related, a related field. I, I don't think it's high school or anything. I think he teaches like college or something. But. Maybe they use like corn products in the Large Hadron Collider or something. Maybe. Who knows? Uh, anyway, uh, I want to talk about the, gotta be at this point, the longest running manual transmission moniker sold in this country. Because the 2024 quote-unquote all-new Toyota Tacoma Look, half their press photos are touting the fact that it's still sold with the six-speed manual, which is awesome. Wow. I know. That's great. It's, it's, Wait, hold up. Six-speed manual and uh, 2GR FSE? Mm-hmm. Whoa. Also, can we talk about how long the 2GR FSE has been in production? That's an incredible combo. I know. Can you get a rear-wheel drive one? Yeah. Yes. So you can get a manual rear-wheel drive 2GR FSE? Yes. You just have to have a taco. Why is this not getting swapped into every single car yet? I don't know. That's a good question. That that would be like you put that into like a Infinity. Here's another like question: J30 would be a perfect car. Why is the Lexus IS not offering that as an option? Because it's federalized. We know that powertrain is federalized. Yeah, that's that'd be literally perfect for a Lexus IS. Bolton, you you buy seven of them, Toyota, and you crash test them, then we can have nice cars again. That'd be great. You might as well get a new IS350, even with that old engine. Who cares? Yeah, that's a great engine. It's a great engine. Still makes like 340 horsepower. <laughs> it doesn't matter it's old. No. In fact, it's good that it's old. It has it, it had no problems when it was new, and it still has no problems. Yeah, it's a perfect engine. That's I, I love my terrific. Lexus. Yeah, the 3MZ yeah. is really good, too. I don't want anything the three, the, like the newer. Two, the 2GR is your mom's engine. Yeah, like yeah. I just... The later Sienna engine. Mm. I just... There's too much going on in new cars. Like, I have yeah. to drive... Um, my, my the employer's car all the time for the person I nanny for. Um, That's too bad. She has a Highlander uh, oh. hybrid. Uh, what was the Highlander called in the other country? Again? Clugger. Clugger. Uh, hybrid oh, Clugger. So I told her yeah. it was a Clugger when I got it. I'm like, oh, it's Good. a Clugger. She goes, ah. what? Yeah. I'm like, Oh, that's a Japanese name for this. She goes, wow, I see why they call him the Highlander. Like, yeah, yeah so it's a terrible name. To- <laughs> oh, if I had a Highlander, I would put a Clugger badge on that bad Fun boy. fact. Um, the first generation Highlander? Yes. Um... Next time you see one, look at the rear badge, the A in Lander. Yeah. The kerning is off. No, don't tell me this shit. It's off to the right. Like, noticeably. Oh, was that like the first-gen Camry badge, too, where everything was, like, leaned over just really awkwardly? No. It's literally like somebody put an extra space in it. I don't... No, I see. I took typography. I'm already completely ruined on kerning and letting. Um, But, yeah, so I've had to drive this Highlander a lot. Clugger. I've had Thank to you. drive this Clugger uh, to like Northfield a few times, Jeez. and um, it's awful because there's so much going on and it's very distracting. And then anytime you're like slightly too 
left in a lane or too Does right it nudge in a you? lane. Yeah, it like vibrates the wheel. That shit's. I, I posit that that shit is dangerous. Yeah, yeah. it's awful. Like it, it, like it just beeps at you, and I'm like, "What's going on?" And like it does nudge too, and I'm like, "Oh, what's like?" Oh, I, it's the L actually. That's off. One second. I like. I can't stand it because like, I, I'm looking it up right now. I'll bring you. A 2009 Highlander. No, just put it under my. I'm leg. like, okay. Just give me my Lexus that has a tape deck, a CD deck. Radio. That's all I need. Yeah, that's all I want. I don't heated, want a nav screen. Heated and air con- controlled seats. Um, sunroof. That's all. I, I'm happy. You, you want a mid two thousands Lexus? Yeah. Well, exactly what you own. A mid two thousands Lexus. <laughs> good news. That's exactly what you have. Yeah. I do wish they sold an ES two forty here. That would be the only thing. I I do wish that it was a wagon, but oh, I'll take a sedan. Yeah. Oh, is that just for the American tourists? Well, so I had to put Rumi's car seat in my back seat, and I'm like, oh, this would be much better with a wagon. But wagons are just—I drove Mister Wags all last week, and it was so tremendous. It looked divine. Oh, so good! It's the best car. It's just the best car. I think I might have found it. About, oh, the clugger kerning? Uh, yeah, I'm working on this. It, this is very, very difficult. Oh, should so, I do more Wii music? Do, 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 no, I'm do, almost do, I'm so do, close. Do, 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 I, I just I cannot right click on do, this. Do, 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 I uh, I took my Wii out of storage two weeks ago. We were having a vintage gaming night where everyone brought all their old consoles. I'm like, oh, I've got a Wii here. Let me power this up. God damn it! I just want the fucking right. Two finger test. Wait, what? Tap with two fingers on the trackpad over right click. No, it 3D. Two fingers. Oh, two fingers? Second here. Sorry. Ah! Fucking A. I, I only learned that because I use a remote desktop on my phone, and there's like shortcuts to do. Like, if you want to drag something with a touchscreen, you have to tap once and then drag. Mm-hmm. And like, That's awful. It's not this great. This is bad UX. Well, that is true. Um, this is exactly why I'm doing this. All right, go here. Scroll down uh, to the photo on the rear end. All right. <clears throat> and if you look at where the A is placed next to the L in Highlander, this uh, is there, there, it'll say more pictures audio. at the top. Oh, you said scroll down. Sorry. Sorry, I thought we'd keep it open. Oh, no. Yeah, we see it says 39 photos. 39, 39. Yep. And then go to the... the no, stop! Oh, just any photo of the rear end. Oh, this generation, too. Yeah, that generation. Now, scroll back up. It'll show you the photo at the top now, because it's bad. And look at where the... Oh, end. no. You see that? That's a high... Oh. Yeah, you see what I mean? That's literally a high lander. It's a high L ander. High lander. Yeah. High lander. It, it's, it's off. I, I'm right. not crazy, right? No. That, that's, that, that's real life. Well, it's too tight between the L and the A. It doesn't yeah. bother me as much between the H and the L, but yeah, the L and the A, that's not acceptable. Okay, how much money does Toyota have? Gobs. Heaps. Way and more than VinFast. They didn't fix that. No, they probably did that on purpose. Oh, yeah. I fucking hate that. Yeah, there's probably Akio Toyota yeah, saying, so no, this, we have to make this garbage. I'm going to ruin it. This right here is how vertical video is to my brain. I this is how much so it hurts. Much. Well, vertical video works if it's on a phone, but in any other I, f- form. I, I get it. Yeah. Like if, it's a, if it's a TikTok, it makes sense. Like, you don't make a TikTok horizontally. But if you put it on the screen, black. But, oh, my God, that's awful. I'm putting, I, I'm putting I hate bleach that on here. so much. Anyway, we're going to talk about my project car update. <laughs> Sounds good. Um, <laughs> and my project car update is it's Buick time. Woohoo! 
Uh, Buick time, I'm flushing the cooling system because I'm going to put in an aluminum radiator temporarily for back okay. to the 50s and for ownership. Do you have to put like anodes in there, or are you good just draining it and making sure you have the special coolant that doesn't cross whatever? You know, this is a thing. Uh, flushing a rusty classic car cooling system is proving to me that opinions are like assholes and everybody has one, and they're often contradicting. Interesting. Yeah. Oh have my you been God. on a forum before? Yeah. No. Jesus Christ. Have you heard the old adage, if you have two Jews in a room, you have three opinions? No, but I really like that. <laughs> it's literally, <laughs> you could say that about boomers with classic cars, too. Um, Holy fuck. No, uh, Jay Leno talks, he only uses one type of coolant in all the yes. ancient cars. What is that? Uh, it, it's waterless coolant. But the thing is, is Jay Leno does that after he cleans out the cooling system. But what I'm talking about is, how do you get the rust out of the cooling system. Can you just put a bunch of evapo rust in it and then dump it out? So that's one of the solutions. Is it actually? Yes. Another solution is, oh, you need to go to garage sales and find old Prestone coolant flush made prior to like 2008 when the EPA went bananas. And then there's like eight posts about the EPA complaining about the EPA instead of just living with a life. Okay. Um, and like posting on a forum is not going to fix anything. Why people, yeah, why be I proactive? Don't, I don't care about the APA. I just want to know what the fuck to do. What's the so apparently solution? what people are saying is before I can flush my cooling system, I have to go to random garage sales until I find this old Prestone cooling flush. Can you just find the active ingredient that used to be in there? Yeah, I totally can. And so that active ingredient is a like uh, some sort of like ascorbic acid or something. Okay, cool. So just put that in... Yeah. Modern flush. Exactly. Right? Done. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Okay. So this is the thing. Uh, it, that is actually so bad, it'll eat the head gaskets out of your car. Great. So don't want to do that. Great. What another person said was, all right, dump all the coolant out and refill it with vinegar and then run the car as you normally would for about a week, and it works perfectly. Okay. Because white vinegar is just acid. Sure. Yeah. That's a really mild acid. Yeah. That's a mild acid. Yeah. That's all it is. And so it won't damage your head so gaskets. So I got or anything. Uh, three gallons of white vinegar added to my grocery list. Yep. So that's what we're going to be buying. So <laughs> I'm going to do that because I'm going to start with that because I don't want to fuck anything up. And yeah, like, well, it should be fine. And so what? It's what terrible at cooling properties, but whatever. I mean, it's got. I bet tell you, it's going to be better than my current radiator. Uh, and then one of the problems was, oh my god, I asked Steve. I'm like, hey, I just want you to know, this is my current process. <laughs> Is there anything else I should consider that's like unique to nail heads? Because I know that these have a bunch of weird shit with their cooling systems because they were like developed over the course of like 15 years in the middle of the 1950s and 60s when technology was, yeah, when like technology was advancing rapidly. What should I consider here? And one of the guys was like, Are you sure you need to rebuild your radiator? And I'm like, yes. He goes, how do you know? I'm like, well, judging by the fact that the inside's all scaly and that there's coolant coming out of places where it shouldn't be coming out of, I presume this needs to get rebuilt. And he goes, yeah, that sounds about right. And I'm like, fucking A, dude. I'm aware that you took two steps back. Great. Thank you. Okay, cool. That was of no help whatsoever. But holy shit. Don't ever ask anybody opinions. (laughs) I rarely do. But, like, it's just one of those things where it's just like, hey, I just want to make sure. It's like, because I know it's a weird engine. Like, and they've been around a while. So, people yeah, have so definitely... people know. And, like, that's how I got to the white but, vinegar thing, like, so not you know, damaging anything. Nobody has ever flushed the coolant on a nail head after 2008. Mm. 
Yeah. yeah. Um, so this is the other thing is like another person's like, well, the correct way to do it would be to pull the engine out and to pull the frost plugs. I'm like, that's not happening. Like, well, you're not going to get the rust out. I'm like, yeah, but that's also not happening. I'm not pulling this 800-pound engine on my car to replace the frost plugs. And Because at that point, I'm going to rebuild the whole fucking thing, and I'm definitely not doing that right no, now. No, it runs. Yeah, this is a perfectly functioning engine. So what my solution is, aluminum radiator for now until I get the uh, Iron One rebuild because the rebuild's like 600 bucks and an aluminum radiator is like 200 Yeah, recoring is a cool process. But. Yeah, it, and that's, it actually works a lot better for like if I wanted to drive this to Chicago, I'd want to have a copper radiator. They're brass, aren't they? Uh, they're copper and brass. They're copper heads of Whoa, brass centers, cool. I think, or something. I don't know what the fuck they are. That's why they but, have to get all soldered together. <laughs> but anyway, they're getting soldered together. I'm going to do that, but I'm not going to do that immediately because I don't want to re it and then have shitty old coolant go back into it. Sure. Like, I'll just do that later and then just put a $200 Champion radiator, which is an exact factory replica with an extra core to account for the fact that it's aluminum, and then just put that in. Done. And then the trick is to keep coolant from getting from the engine into the radiator you take the don't you right, so you know how like or not coolant um the uh, the rust oh the scale the, so, yeah, the yeah, scaliness yeah. you actually take pantyhose and you cut them and you put that over the radiator neck over the outlet on the engine you mean nylons yeah okay they're called pantyhose they're by nylons okay. well same thing yeah, yeah. Because it's panties and pantyhose. Two very Cause, different things. Yeah, yeah. two different things. Because pantyhose are nylons. Yeah, panties, they're not going to do shit. Yeah, no, panties aren't going to do it. Pantyhose will. Okay. So that's a yes. Please don't take mine. I'm not going to. <laughs> that was the first thing. What if they're already ripped? One of the guys actually said, <laughs> he said, make sure you don't spend extra money. Use your wife's so she doesn't get mad at you for spending money on things you don't need to. <laughs> She's even, going to have a ripped one. I guarantee it. <laughs> but it was obviously a joke to get me in trouble. Okay. Um, <laughs> but I'm like, no, I'm not going to do that. Thank you. No, because I may all go to mine Cub are Food. competition dance types. No, I may, oh, I'm going to go man. to Cub are Foods. Like 40 bucks a pair. <laughs> I may go to Cub Foods and buy a $5 pair made for a grandma. And yeah. I'm just going to put it over and cut the toe off of it. Please don't use day. grandma and <laughs> in the same sentence ever again. But thank you. But yeah, so I'm just going to take the toe and put it over the, make, make a little coolant condom. This is that talk about a pivot. <laughs> I, I, now you got me thinking. Like I, when I, I put an aluminum radiator in Blubsky, yeah. But like the engine always lived with an iron or sorry, a uh, brass radiator. It just it didn't fit in the car, so I didn't give any thought to it. But it's had just green shit Walmart coolant in it for the last ten years. Yeah. Also, don't you have cooling issues with that? Mm-mm, not anymore. Not since I put the Bel Air radiator in there. Oh, that probably helps. I bought a triple core eBay radiator for a Bel Air fit perfect. Yeah, perfect. There you go. Yeah, it's been fine. Yeah, that's been good. So, anyway, uh, I also have project car updates. Oh, uh, as you fine. can tell, the first thing you did when you walked in here today was some. What some, is this? I don't some, change. Some, something isn't right here. The the <laughs> math is off. There's is what a, I said. I said the math is off on the cars. There's something missing. <laughs> I determined after some hemming and hawing that it was Brexit. Yes, yeah, so it was. Brexit was the one that was no longer in here. So I put an AEM 340 fuel pump in that car last fall, just before I parked it, yes. and it was completely seized to this spring after doing zero miles. Huh. I found that there was a bunch of algae in the tank. I didn't know that could happen with gasoline. I'm sorry, you have what? algae. How much water was in that gas? Well, oh god, I got a story about that after this. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was non-oxy fuel, but it's old. 
I haven't driven the car regularly for like four years. So old, old fuel. I <laughs> I ripped the entire engine harness apart. It's like, I know these really, really well. I'm like, yeah. okay, fuel pump is priming. I've got spark. Won't start. And you have Doesn't plankton. I saw the fuel pump, but I put a new fuel pump, which I just have. I have more. I just put a new one in there. I'm like, fine, whatever. I found out that not only was the fuel pump seized, it seized all the fuel injectors. So they had triggers coming from the ECUs, but they were all jammed. So I do the old trick where you you tap the injector through a screwdriver, and I got one freed up, and it would fart. I'm like, okay, good. So I'm sitting there with it running on like two cylinders, barely idling, and I'm just freeing up injectors with a hammer. Drove it over, just trying to burn the fuel out. Fine. Got it running on six cylinders. Smells horrific coming yeah, out of the tailpipe. Because you're burning, burning just organic matter through the... Oh, God, these poor 60-pound semen injectors. I start the thing. Two days later, they're seized again. Because they're full of plankton. Because they're full of plankton. So now I just need to get rid of this fuel. I'm, why don't you just drain the tank? Well, I don't, don't have a tank drain, so I just need to... You can pull the tank out and drain no, it. No, I'm not doing that. Why don't you drill a hole in them, put a cork in it? Well, that's that's an option. Put a pet cock in there. <laughs> Only because you said pet cock. <laughs> I wish it was an early tank because they had a crossover, like a hard pipe, and you could just take it off and drain the tank with that, but the late ones used a gravity siphon on the return. Anyway, My, uh, I've had more fuel issues this spring because the M5 has started up and it's just raining gasoline out of one of the quick Did you fittings. fill all these cars? Not oxy. Same, same shit down the... The, 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 the same deal, the same gas same station. Same gas station. I think that they probably had a lot of water in that gas because you seem to have the same fucking issue. No, no, no. With no multiple vehicles. There's no plankton in the M5. It just are you leaks. sure? Well, I'm pretty sure because it runs. Hmm. Plankton does seem to jam injectors. But Jess, the RS3, I got a text from Mark two days ago. Jess's car randomly died. She was able to coast into a blah. I'm like, okay, well, it's an RS3 ticket to Rathana because he's the RS3 guy. Yeah. They pulled the thing. They tested the gas. 75% water. <gasps> Found out that the holiday gas station that they get fuel at, that was a common thing that day. <clears throat> the Department of Weights and Measures, Scott, got involved. Now they're <laughs> legally intertwined <laughs> with holiday, shall we say. But yeah, oh eight, $1,800 in damage because it ruined oh the fuel God. pump. Yeah, I gotta love direct injection, don't you? <clears throat> That's why I go to different gas stations. I just don't miss this yeah. at all. Uh, I had no issues with Mr. Wags. In fact, I took it into the dealership for a PCV recall. Second time it's had that done in four years. You know, credit where it's due to rioters and bringing down gas stations. Uh, none of the gas stations around my house have any sort of issues with this because all the gas stations are rebuilt in 2020. Also, they're all full of water, apparently. So that doesn't. No, burn. not around my house because all these gas stations. We're burnt to the ground. I know, but they're and trying they, to keep them from being able to burn again. So oh, so there's water. Oh, that's, that's right. Why? So that's yeah. why. Yeah, no, all my gas stations, I don't have any problems. Like, literally, every gas station outside of my neighborhood, I've heard of people having problems. Yep. But, like, the five gas stations within walking distance of my house. That super ghetto holiday down the street mm-hmm. from my house, non oxy, never a problem. Yeah. Like, my gas stations are all fine because they were all rebuilt, like, two years ago. Because it's weird how new tanks that don't have groundwater penetrations don't have these issues. It's not even the tank itself; it's the connections to the tank. Hmm. That's where it leaks. Because the tank itself usually, if the tank leaks, you have a catastrophic EPA nightmare. Yeah, yeah. I don't live in Ohio. Uh, speaking of water, there's actually I... a place in Minnesota that has any problem with that. Oh, I was talking about the train derailment and the yeah. huge oh, EPA thing. Uh, similar to that, there's yeah. a small town in Minis- like in rural Minnesota where they were uh, suing. No, they were suing a gas station owner. Oh yeah, because the uh, tank like that the gas was in 
um, got into their city's municipal water system. Oh, I, yeah, I don't like flammable tap water. Yeah, that's a problem. Yeah. So, that's, I can't remember what town that was. Uh, I've seen Aaron Brockovich before. This doesn't pan out well can for I, the company. Can I put in a little topic now that yes. we're talking about water? Do it. Um, there was a viral... Uh, there was a viral TikTok this week of, um, have you seen the Office episode where yes. Michael and uh, Dwight are going um, off campus for a sales call and Michael drives into a lake because the GPS tells yeah, him? Yeah, it means bear right, not turn right. Yeah. I think it knows, Dwight. Well, I have seen that episode. Um, somebody drove into a marina in Hawaii. IRL. Um, IRL this week. She had and lopsided hand She drove like a, a, a silver Dodge Caravan just into the marina. And you see that the entire marina is all sailboats. <laughs> I don't know how they got it's as far as to the marina. Sailboats are kind of round. Dodge Caravan's kind of round. Yeah. I don't know how you get in the midst of all these sailboats. <laughs> on, on a wooden dock. And a sailboat team had to jump off. It wasn't the jetty. It was a dock. Yeah. <laughs> she drove off of a dock. It's a really good dock. Really wide dock, too. Holy shit. Well, and so a sailboat team... <laughs> well, it's her, like, it's her ocean-going sailboats. Well, I get it, yeah. but still. Sailships. Anywho. Um, so a, a, a sailboat team had to jump off sail their... Sailship team. Sailship team had to... Fuck you. <laughs> God damn it. Sorry. Um, I apologize so team... <laughs> if you're If you're confused... Jennifer, oh, my through. God, Ryan, shut <laughs> up! So this team has to jump off their boat and see this ship. woman. This <laughs> this woman, and you just see her. And she's in this car and she's like, "Oh!" Yeah, she's just going. She's like, what did I do? I don't get what's wrong like, here. How did is this? Is this like the black and white dramatization thing of an as seen on TV ad? Oh yeah, my God. and she had it like was, the lopsided hair, Karen yeah, haircut, and like the big and she's sunglasses. Just like, nose is fully in the ocean, and she's just doesn't take her seat belt off. She's just like. And it's like, how did you make all these decisions to we, lead you here? We have been working around natural selection far too much the last couple of years. Yeah. Yeah. We need to just let it happen. Yep. Lock your doors. Lock your doors. Yeah, then, Keep your windows up. Just yeah. stay there. <laughs> stay there and think about your when actions. When I was looking for articles today, I found one about uh, they're considering a TSB for Dodge Journeys because the door locks aren't functioning properly when the power is cut to the car, which happens in the event of an engine fire, and there have been more than one instance of somebody being trapped in their Dodge Journey and dying while it burns down because of this. Why don't you just break the window? There is a lot of things that still work. Like you could just open the door, There's right? also a physical uh, on Dodge Journeys because they're based on the Mitsubishi GS. There is a physical connection between the lock-unlock thing on the door that actually does undo it. So you don't have to rely on your power locks. Yeah, I really hope that none the of these people ever win any of these lawsuits. Like, this is <clears throat> natural selection. This is bad for humanity. Yeah. Um, so if you were confused about... Um, the sail ships? What we were laughing so hard about, about boat versus ship... A ship is technically a boat, but is ocean going. That is the difference between a boat and a ship. So, so you know. whoa. On Lake Superior, then. They're boats. Cargo boats? Are yeah, cargo, cargo ships. Boats. But they're not ocean going. Yes, they are. How do you know? Because they go to the ocean. How do you know that? Some of them might not. Well, yes. then there's a mixture of the two. So cargo I might boats. be seeing a car boat. Yeah. If it's very large, it is a ship it's capable of going in the ocean but what if it never does well if it's capable then it's a capability so my oh my god the jet ski is now a jet ship 
I guess technically because yes. I could take it into the, I could take it. How, fa- how far into the ocean can you take it? Can you I go don't, to Cuba? I don't. I imagine driving from piloting the boat from Miami to Cuba would be kind of your litmus test. Like if you can get to another nation via ocean, like can you get to international. I think it's international waters. If you can navigate What's out, like fifteen miles or something. I don't know, but I think if you can navigate out to international waters, at that point, it's considered a ship. I think if I put a big enough fuel cell on a Sea-Doo Spark, I could probably do that. What is the difference? I do remember on my cruise that I went on last spring, my phone welcomed me to Cuba. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I wish. I wish I was I in wish. Cuba. I get. Uh, we, so, we drove. We apparently blindsided that bad boy. So, a, a, but for sailing vessels, a ship is a square-rigged craft with at least three masts. A boat isn't. In regard to a motorized craft, a ship is a large vessel intended for ocean going or at least deep water transport. So right, a boat is for anything boat. else. So, for intended for deep water transport okay. would be your ships that gotcha. you see in Duluth. Yes, those would be ships. Whereas a boat is for something that's not deep water. So I was right. They're sailboats. So what if there's a part of the ocean that is really shallow and they only do that? That's called an atoll. But you have to get to the set atoll. But it's still a boat then, right? Well, no. If it's just if it's meant just to go on the atoll, it's a boat. Okay. That's fair. Um, now We never do digressions here on Carbitrage. The so. question is, no does this... Where is like the difference... What are like quadrireams and tremorines? Those are the man-powered oarboats. Are those ocean-going ships once they go out to... Those are intended for traversing seas, so yeah, it'd be deep water. Okay, that's yeah, a ship. So, okay, yeah, that's yeah. a ship. All right, cool. And also, they probably could fit them with three masts as an auxiliary power. Well, I was thinking more like... Um, but like uh, I know. Like Hawaiian yeah. stuff. And, anyway, but you, so moving oh, on. I'm going to talk about Hosan Auto. <laughs> <laughs> um... Hosan Auto is a company you've not heard of. Correct. Because they've only been making cars since 2018. They make really, really cute little guys. Bear with me. They're like, most of what they make are, for the most part. Starting with this while the other one loads. For the most part, what they make are, if you scroll down, they'll show you the actual cars. They make like small, like little itty bitty crossovers. Meta. Oh, they are cute. They are really good. Have a look at these little guys. That looks like. The small little Chinese cars are great. That's like a miniature Vulcan. That's a miniature C8. That's a miniature BRZ SUV. Yeah, they make Chinese They're just city copying cars. shit. Yeah. It's great. Um, oh, that one's purple. And so this is the thing is they, uh, in 2018, had like 1,200 sales because they had just started making cars. 1,206. And in 2022, there were over 120,000. Yes, quite over. They are growing quickly. Um, and they're actually expanding out of the Chinese market to Southeast Asia. And that's cool. Good for them. Did However, you know that Netta is popularizer of smart EV? Uh, now I know. There Thank you. you. Know. Yep, that's great. Yep. Um, also, it's touchable and but smart. This is the thing is the Mirage in Mitsubishi's like kind of breadbasket is Southeast Asia right now. The hat is going to be a, uh, going to be a real bee in Mitsubishi's bonnet. So what you're saying is Mitsubishi should private label this and call it the Mirage and make it an EV Mirage. I think I should make an EV Mirage, yeah. Because yeah. they need to, like... If Mitsubishi could private label um, the BYD Blade batteries oh, and just yeah. stick, like, literally any motor onto a Mirage, that right there is a pretty screaming EV. And I bet you could do that real cheap. And you probably don't even have to mess with the tooling that's been paid for for, like, 40 years. Yeah. 
You don't need to reinvent the wheel. However, I will say Mitsubishi, please do that, but do make it touchable and smart. What because if not, ad? you're not going to be able to... You do need to have the touchable smart TV. There was a feet ad. <laughs> there was a feet ad? Was yeah, so <laughs> the only uh, news aggregator I could find that actually posted oh, this God, video... Oh, God, uh, Or th- this video, this... This... Um, <laughs> This story was the, the Bang- Bangkok Post. The Bangkok Post, because everywhere else was like just the, this. There we go. These are the only people that did not have a paywall. But uh, the Netta V yeah, touchable smart EV. The, the Netta V touchable, touchable smart, smart EV. EV. God, what a great name. It's <laughs> honestly this really. This like 80s Japan all yeah, over again. This is actually a really cute old truck. I kind of like this a lot. Like, that's kind of the form factor that crossover should be. Like,. If you're going to have a crossover, have it be small. And just like, look how good that is. It's like, this is what the Kia Soul is supposed to be. Like, the Kia Soul is kind of like this. It's like a tallish, sort of weird, tiny wagon. Super narrow, too. That's A really narrow, tall, small wagon that's easy to get into and out of. um, taken by the Kia Boys? No, it won't, because it's it's electric. So, it's a Kia Boys safe? And it's a popularizer of Smart EV. They will probably also put a steering lock in it. Hopefully. Ooh, how much is... They actually have a price here. Do, do they have hamster mascots, though? How many, uh, how many, no, probably not. 549,000 bot? bot. Alexa, how many U.S. dollars is 549,000 bot? It's $16,000. That's actually a great fucking deal for a brand new car. $16,000. That's just too quiet, so I'm going to assume that you have the answer. Yes, I just looked it up. Good. It's 200,000... Uh, er, it's 200,000... It's uh, $16,000. That's a great deal. That's exactly we the We don't EV. know any of the specs, but we do know that it's touchable. I so. will tell you that that's a touchable car that I would like to touch and have in my driveway. Because that's... You know, that sounds really smart to have a touchable EV in your driveway. And it's a po- I'd be a popularizer of it because uh, people would see my touchable We're available EV. for sponsorship. Yes, Meta. we would be. This is great. Please. Like... Um, uh, we could talk about the hamsters later. They point, arbitrage Netas coming so soon. They sold two hundred thousand cars in twenty twenty two alone. They sold. <laughs> they sold. <laughs> they sold two hundred thousand cars. Um, two hundred twelve thousand cars in twenty twenty two. Right. This year they're trying to sell three hundred thousand in Thailand alone. They sold one hundred fifty two thousand and seventy three in twenty twenty two, according to the Wikipedia. What was the last number that they have? Twenty twenty two. Oh, yeah, anyway, the that number. Um, they're trying to sell 300,000 in Thailand alone this year. They probably will. Yeah, because look at it. It's a popularizer of a tiny smart off EV. Off the top of my head, and I talk about EVs a lot, I cannot think of another EV out there that is touchable and smart. So yeah. I think they're going to do really well. Or cheap. Or <laughs> it's like sixteen thousand dollars. Yeah, we've seen some like teasers. We, yeah, we don't have any cheap EV options. Well, because okay? like, what's the the Wulong Sun? No, the Wulong Sunshine's their minivan. Uh, what was that little what a great name? The the, uh, the Aura Cat. No, the little cute one that looks like that's like a little square with a convertible top. Oh, the uh, uh, Ch- uh, Wuling Mini. Yeah, the Wuling Mini. Yeah, the Wuling Mini is like too small to be like a plausible family car. This is totally like. A mom can buy this car yeah. and enjoy her life. Yeah, the Wuling is also, it's limited to like a, a very low speed. I think it, it'll only do 50 or 55 miles an hour. Oh, Mordecai. Um, um, but this this is going to be just like a normal car, which is kind of cool. And also they're backed by... Um, do they have the blade batteries from BYD? They... They might. I don't know, because they're backed by CATL, which is apparently the world's largest... Well, you had me at CAT. Yeah, CATL is apparently the world's largest EV battery maker. 
like the actual company that makes them for Chinese cheese. Yeah, well, this then is a then you know it's lithium. Hozan was actually founded by CATL to sell cars. I really like own. that you need to you need to have cat to spell that company's name. Yes, yeah, so that's very good. So you know it's gonna be good. So, so it's a touchable, smart, soft cat EV. Yes, by CA by Hozan, which is a subsidiary mm-hmm. of CATL, which is, is contemporary. Amprex Technology Company Limited is uh, the name of the company. We call it Cat with a lowercase L. Cattle, and they were founded in 2001. <laughs> Cows. So, yeah, that's actually kind of a cool little guy. I like him. He's really cute, small little dude. I like hearing about new manufacturers I've not previously heard of, and I like it when cars are small and cute Have and you touchable. Ever heard an uh, an angry cow? No. Oh, cows are well, like a bull, maybe. But no, no, no. cow. Because like you, you think, Bulls oh, how am I going to be able to tell a cow is angry? Because apparently we just don't see angry cows. I saw a video of an angry I cow. I do know that happy they have cows an, make Wisconsin cheese. Yeah. Angry cows actually have like an angry... You know how like, like cats have an angry meow? Wow. Yeah. yeah. Cows have an angry moo. Oh. Just very similar. I imagine cows it's and not cats, very common then. Cows and cats, oh, if you actually watch them, have cows are very... very happy. Yeah, they actually have very similar personalities. They do. Do cows like to have their tummies pet? Yes. Yes, actually, they Good. really do love that. That's like one of their favorite things. They, if if you socialize them well enough, they don't mind if you like climb and lay on them and give That's them little scratches. Yeah, yes. Yeah, socialized if cats were bigger. They would totally yeah. be chill with that. So too. socialized cows, like they'll take naps with you. Where like they'll lay down and then you lay on them and then they put their head on your lap. Your chair just sounded like a cow. Yes, it did. Mm-hmm. But like so, like when a cow like, lays down, you can like lay on them. And then they'll put their head on their lap on your lap like a little seatbelt, and they'll cuddle with you. What uh, about fishing boat check. that crosses Lake of the Woods? That is an international lake. Well, yeah, international but it's, it's boundaries. Deep water though. So how deep? I don't know how deep Lake of the Woods is. What is it? What is the term also, for deep water? Yeah. Well, what's the limit for deep water? Do we have a tariff on tie cars? No. Uh, we do not, to my knowledge. I don't think anything beyond your normal import tariff. Uh, if they made a truck, yes, it would be subject to chicken tax, though. What is MIC? Because MIC, it's uh, the... the um, Sorry, we're reading ch- live chat, even though we missed MIC it. I've been facing like, directly away from the yeah, chat Yeah, we've been screen. looking at bluebirds outside Custom and trains uh, and talking so. about Made in cows. China. <sighs> oh, yeah. But, but it, made in China, yeah, okay, yeah. So is, but there's it, a lot of exemptions in for those Chinese If it's goods, made for in, the China, in the Thai market, it, so basically the, different, the tariff comes in where the final assembly point is. Okay. Um, from what I understand, yeah, I think you're right because there are going to be tariffs. Like, it, so, like, let's say it was an American vehicle that was made in. Like, we'll, we'll use Vinfast for instance because they're going to run into this. Uh, Vinfast will run into a tariff on every single part that is on their truck that's made in China that they're making in the United States. However, they will have to pay that tariff, not us. Well, there's, yeah, there's different tariffs for the components too, so you may yes, have a couple layers. But, but the final assembly is based off the VIN. Mm-hmm. So if it says it's made in China, which so, I think is a Z, uh, so then it'll to be, be ones. These they need to be well in a North America would be yeah we would need to be made in North America for the full tax credit. However, sixteen thousand dollars tax credit doesn't matter. They can be made in Thailand um, yeah, for all I care. And the, also, and the Mirage is made in Thailand, so they could also use the old Fiat five hundred factory in Mexico. Ooh, they could. That's true. Actually, you know, fun fact: a lot of Chinese manufacturers are going to Mexico to get around tariffs. To get the avocados? Yes, yes for avocados. They're, they're exchanging their tariffs for avocados. That checks out. That's and currency. Yeah, that's how they make it. So actually, actually, I, real estate in Nueva Leon, where I was thinking about getting a 
The Whoa. leases are also exempt from tax credit. I exemption. need to know more about that. That's interesting. I didn't know that. Huh. So you uh, so you can lease a car that doesn't have a U.S. manufacturer, and you can still get a tax credit, or something that would be eligible. Give me an Aura Cat, please. No, they, those got really expensive. Interesting. So you could wow. Can you buy out the lease at the end though? That seems like a really that is a loophole. That's so stupid. How did they miss that? It's the United States. So you could probably design that in there. So if I were to lease a Hyundai Ionic 5N and then buy it out at the end of the lease, I get the full credit. Oh, Scott had the exact same idea. And my next story is actually talking about the Hyundai Thank God for that incredible segue. You're welcome. And it's a Top Gear story. Perfect. So this was actually a YouTube video I watched, but I found they did a printed story on it too. And so Albert Berman, the old BMW M director... Yes. responsible for all of the end mechanicals across the entire product line. Yeah. And they stole all the Audi designers. So yep. They made a perfect European a car. Perfect yeah. car. Top Gear went out and they test drove the mule for the new Hyundai 5 Ionic N, whatever the heck, all these names. And I don't know why I'm saying Hyundai Hyundai, but I think it's because I'm watching Top Gear's <laughs> logo. Hyundai? And they always say it wrong. Are and I think Hyundai has a- actually publicly scolded Britain for uh, saying uh, Hyundai to wrong. Be, to be fair... Um, they also say Pujot. Ugh. Ew. The British people do, do a lot of things. It, they also food. They say that they're getting a Chinese, which is really weird. And, and they put curry and French fries on it. Yeah. Oh, well, I would try that. China, China's a having a curry. Not China. They also say going to hospital when they're going in yeah. for yeah, or the chemist if they're getting pharmacy goods. English English is bad. Anyway, so the... The uh, English are bad, honey. Oh, make, make thank you for the article, Scott. I will click on that as soon as I'm done with this one. But um, they made an interesting point, and that's basically all I want to cover is there is an artificial sound device in this vehicle, and the Hyundai engineers said, we put it in there because when you're in hooligan mode and you're drifting the thing, you do actually want an auditory feedback of where the powertrain is okay. so you know how close to the limit of like yeah. braking traction you are. That's actually a really and, good like, point. That's a really, really good point because the limited amount I'm able to slide my car around on, I don't know if the rear axle is going 200 miles an hour or 30. I have no idea. So it could be like snapping. I, just, I would feel better about the auditory thing because like, all right, so Dodge made their dumb little Hemi engine thing by actually amplifying the natural engine, like the natural sound of the engine's fan or the motor's fan. Yeah. I feel like Hyundai could just put like a transducer on the actual motor body and play that through speakers yeah. or just remove all of the sound deadening from the engine bay and have the motor make noise because motors make noise. Motors do make noise. They in fact make a noise. But the whole thing with that is like it on a cruise, you don't want a whir necessarily, like a shrill whir the entire time. So like have it's something that's selectable. It's an N. I uh, know, but like, oh, 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 but yeah. So the transducer thing, I guess, would be the right idea. Perfect. Then, yeah. then you can disconnect yeah. it. Like the Done. Volkswagen, yeah. the sound, sound actor, I think they called it. it, it was, was, so Volkswagen's thing actually. Um, so there's a physical pipe that connected to the boost to the intake. Yeah, yeah, and that, that I've actually seen those on cars, and yeah, that does work. And boy, but I agree. Uh, uh, there were several old men in which we had to disconnect their little sound pipes off their golf R's. Because yep. they just wanted an all-wheel drive golf, but instead they got a golfer. The GTI that I owned for a couple of months had the pipe removed by a previous owner. I'm like, why would you do that? Okay. It was also a broken car. But anyway, I, I just thought that that was, I've never actually heard an engineer defend why that's a thing, but I, I agree. That I'm actually makes a lot of sense, yeah. The noise that's there it makes so much more noise than having this improvised synthetic noise. You know, 
I feel like they should just say that. Like, that should be a sales thing. Like, hey, why are you making the fake noise? So you can hear the car. So when you power slide it, you know exactly where you are. It's, it's not for other people. It's so when you're driving the vehicle at a track, you know what you're doing. Because if you... Oh, got it. No, that's bad. I clicked on Scott's link. I don't want that. That's a $7,500 loophole for a bad front end. Can you scroll down? Yes. All right, thank as you. As long as there's no more feet ads, I'm good. Oh, the feet ads were fine. They're tie feet. You can get a full credit on a Leaf? Oh, nice. Mm. That's, that's, cool. that'd be, that's already a cheap car, yeah. so. You can actually get, apparently, Leafs with bad battery packs. Very, very, very cheap. Hmm. A lot of people in my neighborhood are considering buying them because they don't drive out of my neighborhood. Kind of like how I need a car. Well, that's, uh, and they're like, yeah, I can just plug the car in and then drive it to Target and back. I'm good. And I think oh, there's different levels of bad, too. There's heavily degraded Leafs that are only good for like 30, 40 miles. That's perfect. And that's exactly... Well, they're like, as long as it can make it 20 miles, we're good. Yeah. But um, I think, and a long time ago, when all this legislation was still in proposal stage, they had mm-hmm. a used tax credit put yes, into it. Yeah. I think that is gone, which sucks. Probably is. Because like, right. being able to get like 1000 bucks back on a used $4,000 Leaf that's got a pack that's mostly used up, it's perfect for... Me. Yes, well, anyone is, that lives in a city and needs to go do grocery shopping. When I'm talking about EVs with my dad, I'm always talking about like or any environmental like kind of technology. I'm always talking about how inaccessible it is to the average person because everybody's like, no, we all need to go EV. We all need to do that. I was like, no, we need to support money? our public transportation system. Mm-hmm. Yes, because you want to you you want to cater to the low like the people that don't have enough money to buy I'm these thinking cars of every single person I see with a Dodge a journey or like, you know, all these things. Huh. So it's like, it, and the car's least likely you know, to be insured. Yeah. And so I'm just like, I'm like, it's anything, all of our environmental like protections right now are really like, yeah, it's just really inaccessible to, I had forgotten that. Yeah. The, the use credit is there. I was wrong, but they, uh, they mandated that you buy it through a dealer, okay. which is, yes. Oh man. There's a whole market right there. Yeah, that's true. If you had a dealership that did nothing but sell pretty No, much if used you just EVs. have somebody that's got a dealer's license mm-hmm. and you're like, hey, would you like to sell your EV through me? We can get you uh, the, the, the broker battery fee is credit. a third of what the. The yeah. battery credit, yeah. yeah it's a $300 credit. credit, and it's just some guy in his house, and all he does is he flips titles. Yep. And just, just reassignments. Or a title that's reassignment. It. That's it. Done. That's. Actually, a very lucrative way to make money. I think you should do that. So anyway, back to the... Yeah, I could go in with that same business, which is advising. Um, so Scott had an interesting point. The uh, the IRA views leased vehicles... The IRA? All, the Irish Republican Army? It says IRA. I don't know. I, I'm sure it's not the Irish Republican Army. They view all uh, leased vehicles as commercial. God. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> and all... Inflation reduction commercial. Act. Uh, okay. Th- you Thank go. you, Scott. <sighs> Thank you. But anyway, I would use this on an eGMP car for sure. But like, honestly, a Leaf with the extended, even with the regular battery pack, if you get the full credit on that, an i three. Well, yeah. Oh, sh- those are. All, I don't even know if you can get a, U- a new one anymore. No, you can't. I know. For, I know you can't. Yeah. Well, that's so, sad. Yeah. No, you can get an i three. You can now get an i three with, with a credit. That's good. I do like the i three. That's a silly. If car. I ever find a good deal on an i3s, I'm going to have to buy it. I've driven. I've had. Have you had the, the pleasure of driving one? I drove one when they were brand new. Yes, it was I've, phenomenal. I got to drive one in anger because we had a customer. They who, respond very well to anger. Yes, I, I had a customer that had a weird noise, 
in their car, and we had to make it happen, and my technicians couldn't make it happen. <clears throat> and I was like the go-to guy for making weird shit happen on cars, because I just make weird shit happen on cars. Mm-hmm. Like I, I was very adept at breaking customer cars. If I am handed the keys to something, I will drive it as I would my own car. Yeah, we, well, because like, my thing was like, um, well, no, it's like we... If we had like a Vanagon, because like Vanagons always have like some sort of weird fucking problem. They're all broken and the parts don't exist. Yeah, and the thing is, is, like, if we had a guy like come back like three or four times, like it looks bad on us. It's like honestly, it's better. We're better off getting whatever that issue is to actually break. <laughs> so I'd actually drive it harder than they would drive their car, <laughs> and so guess. to make it break and like be like, here, that's what it was. It broke here on our time instead of with you in the Black Hills. So. Also, here's a company directory of all of the people that yes. service these in the entire country. Turns out the lady with the i3 uh, had not taken the tire inflator, and she had not correctly connected it back. So she paid us like $200 inspection fees to figure out that she just hadn't clipped in her tire inflator correctly. Ah. Yeah. So it was like rolling around? Yeah. Causing noise? It wasn't even rolling around. It was like mostly in there. But if you took, if you like, were going full tilt uh, over a pothole, yeah. it would go clunk. Oh, interesting. Uh, Fiat <laughs> solved this problem by putting hook and loop on the back of the tire inflators, and it stuck to the carpet. Yeah, it works great. Yep. Also, Fiat just makes weird noises all the time because it's a Fiat. It's Italian. That's just what they do. It does it with the Italian hand. Yeah, it just. Clunks. And it's it's going to do that forever, and it will never get worse, and it will just do the thing. You know how many t- I That's how you know it's Tony there. jokes I got? Where's uh, the rest of it? Fix it again, Tony. Yeah. I, got I just leaned so into the half a car thing. When I was driving your Fiat. Oh. I, and I was I, like, <laughs> I don't find that funny. I had somebody call my car. Nice Levante. I had somebody call my car half a car once when I first got it. And then I pulled it into my half-size driveway for a snow emergency, huh, and they look got at that. and they got a ticket, and I didn't. And I laughed at them. I said, "Pays to have half a car." <laughs> I did hear that very loudly across. You the are the type of dude that would compartmentalize that. Wait nine months. And then, yeah, that was the time. Watch him just pull his car out. This <laughs> snow emergency. <laughs> and I'm just seeing my half a car. And, ah. I love Fiat's 500. Okay. And they might not advertise it, but they are both touchable and smart. Mm-hmm. Yes, they are. But they're not electric yet. They are not electric here I yet. I heard a thing that Fiat has an announcement for the 500, though. They brought one to the LA Auto Show. We covered this oh, quite a while ago. Yes. But they haven't, like, officially no, announced they Ah, they, oh, said they were going to have some sort of announcement about it. Fiat. I do feel like if those actually get brought here in the next year or so, we will have several people that are in this immediate friend group that buy those. Mm-hmm. Oh, fuck. If I have a penny to my name, I absolutely will. Man, I like, miss it, driving a small EV so All right, much. so November 17th, 2022, Fiat's iconic 500 city car to return to U.S. in 2024 as EV. Confirmed. Yeah. We did cover that, but I don't know if it actually was confirmed. Uh, Jalatnik, 2024, Fiat 500E finally coming to the U.S., uh, Detroit News, Fiat to bring new electric 500E to America in 2024. Inside EVs, Fiat 500E coming to U.S. market oh. quarter one of 2024. Oh, I didn't put this up yet. Fiat USA, it's on their homepage. You yes. type it in. Fiat 500E will be Slance's EV test run for the U.S. I okay. Thought, no, no, no. They're bringing that garbage uh, Maserati, not Maserati, um, 
Alfa Romeo. They're bringing that first as the... Fiat to launch 500E in America in 2024 brings three one-off specials to LA. Okay, good. But they're bringing that Alfa Romeo first. Here's why the upcoming 2024 500E can be a winner for Fiat America. We covered it. (laughs) We covered it. I just... What did you do? You broke it. I literally have no idea. We're still recording and everything. Did did, did you wake up and drink annoying juice today, Ryan? There you go. No, I just was being right. Because Fiat 500 is coming to Again, America. we covered it. I think it was even my story. <laughs> I was just prompted after that. Like, did they actually confirm that? Yes, like, it's uh, been confirmed. Okay. Yeah. Hey, look, it's on their site. Uh, no, where's the first? How do we? How do we navigate this? It's a bad website. It's made by Italians. <laughs> There's a reason they lost there it World is. War Two. Ta-da. Oh, that's a good green. I know. Ooh, I do like the green. That's a really good green. I just want Honda to bring the Urban E here now because Urban E is better. Oh yeah, Tanala. What a great! Name I think it would be—it would be just so Fiat that Fiat makes a big deal, bring their car here, and then Honda quietly brings the Urban E. And they would need sh- to, like they sh- would need to update it though. The the battery range is not going to fly here for those buyers. Well, neither with this. This is like two hundred and thirty miles. Oh shit! That's like literally what a normal five hundred. They're sold with two different pack sizes, but we're only going to get the big one. Oh, the Tanala, thank you. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, this I can't remember. I think well, the Honda's still rear wheel drive, which that's awesome. But whatever, that's a and is a much better interior. The Fiat. Have you seen the Urban E interior? Have you seen a second gen Fiat 500 interior? I have seen the Urban E interior. I love the screens, and I love that you can turn it into an aquarium. The aquarium screensaver is definitely what I would use. Let's look at it. I love them both. I really respect the fact that the Honda yeah, I is see that, drive, but the but Honda is much better than that. They would have to double the range before any American would buy. Yes, it. that's true. But they should still bring it here. Yes, with double. We've the range. determined that so many times. I think what they need to do is they need to wait, get the blade battery technology from BYD, and then just make everything they have EV, and have all their commercials. The cars just being T-boned by trains and not exploding. Take a, p- a close-up picture of the rocker panel, not not coming delaminating. off. There you go. That's how you actually sell them. That's the real sales pitch. I just looked up. There's a hundred percent rain forecast from six to eight p.m. Yeah. Well, there was one other time, and then they canceled it. And I razzed them for that yesterday. Hopefully, they won't do it again. No, I don't think they're going to cancel it. Good. No, at the very least, I'm going to have a beer. And they aren't going to. They aren't going to want to give me my money back. So yeah. So they're going to have a beer and a pizza. So we'll be there. I love their pizza. Anyway, Cars and Crafts is tonight. If you're in the area and you're listening on the stream, which is basically just Scott, make sure you go. All right, bye. Bye. Bye.